You are listening to the To Faithful Men podcast. To Faithful Men is a project that started in 2006 to digitize and preserve old sermon and study tapes of Elder Wally Flanagan, Elder Hassel Wallace, and Elder Mike Strevel. They were pastors and teachers, and they studied to teach and train up others to continue in the ways of truth. I am thankful to be able to provide you with these sermons and studies, and I hope they will be a blessing to you. All right, now we come to the first verse of the book of Revelation, which is the introduction, the superscription, or whatever you want to call it. Uh, but it is filled with uh, much thought and uh, the revelation of Jesus Christ. The apocalypse. The unveiling of Jesus Christ. Now, uh, is this a subjective or an objective statement? In other words, they call it objective, genitive, subjective, genitive. In other words, uh, the revelation of Christ, is it about Him or is it from Him? Is it a revelation born by Him or it is it a revelation concerning, pointing, looking forward to Him? See? All right, now. Which God, now notice, which God gave unto him. Now this is a God-given book. Now every book in the Bible doesn't uh, attribute the authorship of its writing to God as clearly and distinctly and as definitely and as explicitly as the book of Revelation. This is a book, this is a book that God gave Jesus. Jesus gave it in turn to an angel. And the angel gave it to his servant John. Alright? To show unto his servants. To show unto his servants. Uh, now, he wasn't going to hold it up and say, Hey, see this book. He wanted them to know this book. He gave it to them to know the book, not just show the book, but to see it. All right, now they're called servants. Now, in the Old Testament, Abraham's called a servant. Jacob's called a servant. Isaiah called a servant. Israel's called a servant. Daniel's called a servant. But now, uh, this book wasn't written to show Daniel something. It wasn't written to show Abraham something. This book was written to show servants of Jesus Christ, children of God, the churches of Asia Minor, their memberships. Now notice that it's things to show unto his servant things which must shortly come to pass. Not beings, but the emphasis here in this passage is upon things, not upon signs, not upon symbols, not upon ten horns, seven horns, seven head, or, uh, or three-legged animal. It's to show things. All right? Which must shortly come to pass. Now, this word shortly... 
uh, that gives uh, every, every commentator I read about it, he gets, he gets upset over this and he doesn't know exactly what it means and I don't, uh, I don't know whether I know what it means or not, but, uh, I know one thing, uh, some of them says, well, it means suddenly. Well, now I believe that when Jesus starts, he's gonna come suddenly. Or as he's coming as lightning out of the east and west. But now, I don't believe that's the, uh, that's the idea here. Uh, some say it's, uh, it's a year day, uh, year day basis, like a thousand, uh, years is one day with the Lord and a day is a thousand years, so on. See, uh, I, I don't believe that's, uh, the idea. That, uh, that may be. But, uh, uh, and then, there are some that says, well, the things that's going to come to pass, that's what's going to come to pass shortly. There's some things, not the end, not the consummation. Uh, the things that are going to come to pass is the persecution, is the troubles. They're fixing to, the churches now, you, you church, the church here at Ephesus and Smyrna and Perth. Now y'all going to run into a lot of heartaches and, and, and trials and troubles and it's going to come soon on you. Well, uh, that did come, alright. Uh, persecution came soon. Uh, no question about that, but I don't think that's what, uh, I don't think he's separating. Uh, I think this whole thing, the whole scope of the book is included in this. But, it is included from God's point of view. It's from God's standpoint. Uh, all prophecy, even in ancient time, uh, was, uh, delivered uh, with uh, with two ideas involved in that prophecy. There was an immediate message for the person that received that prophecy, that heard it. There was a message later on for any of the Jewish people that read that prophecy. That message was still alive. It's still, still there. And uh, so uh, uh, this book uh, has a message for, uh, for the immediate uh, churches, people of this time. Now, there are some that say, well, uh, history has proved that this, that John was mistaken. And, uh, and some, uh, even pretty orthodox writers get close to believing that that's what, well, that's about the only conclusion you can come to. It's been, uh, 1900 years now and it hadn't come. Uh, this hadn't been fulfilled. So uh, maybe, maybe as a human, as a man, that Jesus was mistaken. Uh, see, and uh, they say that when Jesus said, "This generation shall not pass away till you see all these things fulfilled," they said, "Well, now Jesus is kind of mistaken there because it's been several generations, see, and these things still haven't come to pass. Or else you've got to uh, interpret it as well. These things have come to pass, but oh, they didn't mean what he said. They were not near like the way he said it would be." is much toned down. But now, uh, when God said these things shall uh, come uh, shortly come to pass, uh, now this was God giving this message to Jesus. See? And uh, now, and on that basis, on the uh, statement of Peter about the uh, uh, thousand years is just a day with the Lord. See? Uh, I mean, it, 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 it involves almost that sentiment, but, but this is in the hands of God. This is Godward, uh, from God's uh, point of view. Now then he says, And he sent and signified it by his angel unto his servant John. Alright, all of these 
idealists say right there, okay, well, as far as you need to read, you're not going to read anything in there but symbols. And those symbols, nobody knows. We've lost the key. The apocalypse had a key to their, uh, to understanding their writings. And they did for this purpose. See, the, the more that the uh, people 200 years before Christ and 100 years after Christ, the more these Jews looked for their hope to be fulfilled, and the more they were persecuted with the harsher things they would say against the persecutor. And they wanted to write and warn the people about this persecutor, but they didn't want that persecutor to understand them. So they wrote in these symbols. That's one of the methods of apocalyptic literature. That's one of the methods of parabolic use of parables in the New Testament. Why Jesus used parables? See, he wanted to reveal them to somebody. He wanted to show them to somebody. But he wanted to show them um, because there was somebody there that, 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 that didn't get the message, you see. So the apocalyptic writers wrote uh, in concealed language, see. And like the number of the beast over there. The, all right. Uh, 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 in, in some of the ancient literature, I don't know where I read it, but I read it about uh, some man, uh, some young man, uh, says, I love a certain number. And that number was the name of his girlfriend. See? Now, when uh, in, uh, in numerology, the, in the Greek language and the Hebrew language both, there was no such thing as numerals. One, two, three, four, five, six. See? The letters of the alphabet served as the numbers. And if you take uh, take uh, then uh, your name, uh, James, J, uh, uh, is equivalent to a certain number. A, one. M, you have to go down the line and see what M equals to. Well, you put all those numbers together and add them up. Then you get just a number of your name. And the number of the beast was 666. And Nero... If you use a certain name, Nero Caesar, when you add those uh, numbers, uh, to uh, add them all up, it totals exactly 666. And that's why a lot of people thought Nero was a beast. And a lot of them still think Nero was a beast. Uh, But then uh, that system has been applied to a lot of other people, and, and they also come out with 666, see? But anyway, that was a way of getting their numbers. Uh, but now then, he sent and signified. Now that's a purpose of, uh, uh, by his angel, unto his servant John. Now that shows you that this is not apocalyptic literature. Why? Because the writer of this book, his he, name, no book of the books, uh, and there's hundreds, literally hundreds and hundreds of them, uh, turned up in Jewish literature and never would have put his proper name, the right name to his article that he wrote. He always used an assumed name. But now John, uh, he calls himself John in verse, uh, on, uh, in verse one, in verse four, John to the seven churches, uh, you see, in verse one, uh, he, he's, uh, uh, he's John the servant. In verse four, he's John the instrument. In verse uh, uh, in verse nine, he's John uh, the brother, brother in tribulation. In uh, uh, Revelation twenty one two, he's John that sees the city. In John in twenty two eight, he's uh, he's John the worshipper. 
in 22.9, he's John the prophet. So, uh, that shows you that this is not apocalyptic literature. Although it's written, got many signs in it. Symbols. Alright, uh, verse 2 says, Who bear record of the word of God? Now, <clears throat> who bear record of the word of God? Now, uh, again, and of the testimony of Jesus Christ and all that he saw. Now, the word of God, uh, this expression, word, uh, many times in the Bible it refers to the oral word spoken. Uh, sometimes to the written word that's recorded for posterity. See? And sometimes the word word uh, is referred to uh, the person, the Lord Jesus Christ. See, Sometimes it's a word of the gospel about Jesus, what Jesus did. Sometimes, uh, and as in this case, who bear record of the word of God. Thank you for listening to the To Faithful Men podcast. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcasting app. Also, if this podcast has been a blessing to you, please share it with others and help our ratings by giving us five stars and writing a review within your podcast app. 2 Timothy 2.2 says, And the things that thou hast heard of me among many witnesses, the same commit thou to faithful men who shall be able to teach others also.